Welcome to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. Teen Financial Freedom is a personal finance blog run by teens who are on a mission to equip their peers with the knowledge, resources, and understanding they need to become financially free for the rest of their lives. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. It's me, Chase Day, hosting our New Year's special episode with Jacob. Yo, yo. Um, Jacob, what's up? <laughs> what's up, Chase? I just wanted to sit down today. We, we wanted to sit down today and really talk about goal setting and failure and our own past goals to give you a reference and idea of what you should be trying to do on your new year. Cause there's a lot of can there's, you know, new year's is that time where you set goals, but the issue is, is a lot of times people fall off really quickly and they don't attain the goals that they set. And then it sets them up for disappointment later in the year. So we wanted to kind of sit down, go over our own goal setting strategies, what you guys can do to set good goals and progress in this new year. So yeah, Jacob, how are we, how are we feeling today? Feeling good, Chase. Uh, to all of you listening on New Year's Day, happy New Year to you. Happy 2022. Um, yes, we got sir. Chase flexing in the background. He's happy about happy and fired up about 2022. Um, I think 2022 is going to be a good year. We, we got over COVID. We all thought 2020 was going to be the best year of our lives. Yeah. Um, probably was the worst for a lot of people. Yep. Um, but 2021 was a good rebound year, and now we're on the the up and up and 2022 should be on to bigger and better things. Uh, I'm feeling excited for the new year. I still have a lot of reflection to do before the new year. We're recording this about 10 days in advance, um, which is something I would encourage you guys to do. Although by the time you're listening to this, it's already the new year. You still have some time. Um, there's really nothing special um, about the new year. Like when you, when you think about it, like there's no reason why you can't True. set new goals on uh, March 22nd uh, or October 4th or whatever. Um, Why October 4th? Those are random dates I just came up with. But I'm just saying, really, there's nothing special about January 1st of a new year. I know it's like a mental thing and it's kind of cool. And I'm, of course, one of the people that set new goals every year. Um, However, I just think, you know, just because the new year started doesn't necessarily mean that you need to um, have already had your goals set or you need to already have woke up this morning at 4 30 in the morning and went for a 10 mile run um like chase did and no uh, i did not (laughs) um but i guess what i'm just trying to say is you know still give yourself time to reflect give yourself time to think about new goals for the new year which is what we're going to be talking about here today so with that in mind chase what is your what's your strategy when it comes to setting goals for the new year um, I got to be honest, my strategy changed a lot since last year because I actually researched it a bit. Um, previously, I just kind of thought of the things that I wanted to do, just like a very, a very general thing, you know, like, oh, I want money and I want to be fit. And I set general goals in relation to that. And maybe I thought about like my passions and kind of said like, oh, I want to learn the piano. You know what I mean? Um, just very, very general things. So, but in the past year, I've kind of gotten a lot better at goal setting so that I can actually attain my goals and work towards what I want more effectively. And I think it all really comes down to setting attainable and realistic goals, if Mm. you know what I mean. Yep. And kind of what I mean by that is that 
like I said, I used to set very general goals, and most people set very general goals. Um, a great example is a lot of people in the new year, they're, they think about their fitness, you know. You just spent like 10 days eating a bunch of junk food for Christmas and New Year and whatever. And a lot of people want to change. So they set the gym, set, they set the goal to go to the gym, but they just say, I want to go to the gym. And that doesn't really mean a whole lot. You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to do when you get to the gym? What do you, what is your overall goal beyond just showing up to the gym every single day? You know, there has to be something more beyond that. That's like saying that you want to learn. I want to learn Jacob. Well, what do you want to learn? What, you know, what's, what's Everything. the goal with learning? So let's, we're using this gym as an example. People need to set goals that are measurable. I hate to go to the SMART goals thing, but it's I so, like, <laughs> I hate the SMART goals acronym, but it's stupidly good. Um, yeah, people need to set specific goals. So if like, if you're a future fitness, you want to go to the gym. Okay. Then you want to lose 10 pounds, you know, and they need to be attainable goals. If you are 100 pounds, losing 10 pounds is probably not going to be good for you. But if you are 200 pounds, losing 10 pounds is a little bit more realistic. Um, so you need to set specific attainable goals that also need to be measurable. Like that's the thing with that 10 pounds is you can measure 10 pounds. You can get on the scale every night or every week and see the difference in your body weight as, an, as a reflection of your efforts. So... I think that's the biggest issue that people have is their goals are not specific, they're not attainable, and they're not measurable. Whether it's a financial goal, a fitness goal, whatever it is, you need to apply those ideas to your goals. If you're looking to make money, like one of my one of my, my big goals every year is always in the financial department. Um, I think everyone probably has a goal somewhere in the financial department. Like previous last year, I said that I wanted to make $25,000, which was a or save $25,000, which is a really ambitious goal. Um, and quite frankly, I don't think I did not even come close to saving $25,000, maybe making, but I definitely did not save $25,000. And part of that is because I had absolutely zero strategy on how I would get there. At the time, like the family business wasn't even running, so I didn't have a job. I didn't have a game plan for how I was going to get a job or how I was going to start creating my own income. And so I never really attained that goal because I had no strategy. And one of the biggest issues was that I couldn't break my massive goal into a much smaller goal. I think that's what people run into again is like they set really big goals that they can't and they, they never bother to break them down into a smaller goal. Mm. Like for a at the time new 16 year old, basically 15 year old earning $25,000 is a that's a pretty big goal. Like yeah. kids aren't doing that. Yeah. So I needed to break that down into like, oh, in January, I want to make $1,000. But in March, or sorry, in February, I want to make like 1300 You know what I mean? Yeah. Like set, break that goal down into smaller increments that are more easily attainable. And then try to create a strategy to reach that new goal. If you're trying to lose 10 pounds, then, I mean, you just want to start going to the gym two times a week and you want to be doing cardio to help you burn fat you know that's that's really what we're looking at here is realistic attainable goals that you can break down into smaller pieces to work towards each day each week and each month okay i like that i um i definitely kind of discovered that same exact thing this last year as well um i actually 
I went into last year, or I guess this year, um, for us, with a very similar mindset to what you had of setting some pretty ambitious goals. Um, I don't know. No, I guess more so two years ago. Two years ago, I set some very crazy goals, probably achieved half of them, but made a lot of progress. This year, I actually, I think I dialed it back a little bit and set much more realistic goals, and I was actually able to achieve all of my 2021 goals um, by October. So I was super wow. happy about that. Impressive. Um, but they just weren't that ambitious compared to last year. Um, but I think that's what I'm realizing is it's more so about these small realistic changes um, rather than like these large radical changes. I mean, if you were someone that for the last year or the last few months has maybe never even gone to the gym, but all of a sudden 2022 hits and you want to start going to the gym every single day, that is not realistic whatsoever. You know, you're not going to achieve that no matter how hard you try. Um, and so instead kind of focusing on what small changes can you make right now in your life that are going to add up. I know, um, Terry, one of our, our fellow um, bloggers and podcasters at TFF. TFFers. TFFers, yes, there you go. TFFers. Um, he started implementing these like mini habits that I know is like a popular strategy, but essentially the idea behind this is to make your habits like so ridiculously easy at first to where they start to become habits. And so I think he, he started with like doing one push up a day. Like who can't do a push up like a day? Like you, you could absolutely do that every single day. Um, and he started with like read one page of a book and I don't know what the other habits were, but like a bunch of stuff like that. And now over time, he's like increased those to where he's up to like 15 or 20 incline or decline pushups a day. I don't know what it is. And he's reading more pages of a book and all this stuff. And that those changes are, are starting to add up and they're starting to become habits. And I think that's worked pretty well for him. Um, I think I'll leave it there for now. I have some, some more stuff, but I just want to let Chase you share any other thoughts before we move on. Yeah, I mean, like you said, there. First off, there's nothing wrong with setting ambitious goals on New Year's. Um, you, like, ambitious goals are good. They and they uh, push you to do better and to push yourself farther. The issue is that with ambitious goals, you often don't know where to start. Like that whole idea of earning twenty five thousand dollars. No clue where to start. So, if you're going to be setting ambitious goals on New Year's, like I said, you need to be trying thinking about how you're going to break that goal down into smaller increments. And I love the idea that you said of, especially when it comes to changing your habits of those mini habits. That's, that's the same idea, breaking a big habit, a big change in your life down into smaller increments that are much, much easier to um, achieve, to consistently do. I honestly think New Year's goals and goals in general are all about breaking it down into small daily things that you can attain fairly easily. It's crazy how those small changes start to add up over time. I mean, if you look at... I mean, you know, compound interest is one of those things that all the financial gurus kind of preach, but that same principle applies to every area of your life. And you start to, to do the same things every single day. Um, just small little actions can add up into big, big changes in your life. And when it specifically comes to habits, I think that a lot of times the habits themselves aren't necessarily what change your life, but it's kind of the, the ripple effect of what those habits cause. Um, is probably what kind of starts to turn things around. I mean, I don't know, maybe reading before bed makes you fall asleep earlier and you falling asleep earlier lets you wake up earlier and you waking up earlier lets you get more work done in the morning before you go to school or before you go to work. Um, and all of that kind of starts to, you know, just change the whole 
your entire life, really, when you think about it. The, the, uh, one habit can kind of change the entire trajectory of your life. And so I think that's what's so important about um, those small habits. But I also, I like what you're saying. There's nothing wrong with ambitious goals. I think the key is to have a plan um, and to have and kind of break it down like we're talking about. Um, but then also knowing that you don't meet that ambitious goal, you're probably going to be a heck of a lot closer than you would have been if you hadn't have started that goal in the first place. Um, so I guess um, as a specific example, you said you wanted to save $25,000 in 2021. Um, you said you didn't get close to it, but I'm guessing you saved some money, right? And so you were at least, you know, you moved toward that goal, I guess. You didn't achieve it, um, but you at least took steps toward it. I have, I have some thoughts to share, um, but I want to hear your thoughts first. What, what do you think about setting up some plans for when you fail your goals? So do you mean, well, the hard thing, so, okay. What do you mean by failure goals? Cause so, cause some people, it depends on the goal, I guess, really. Cause right. if your goal is to go to the gym, right? well, I suppose you technically fail when you're not let's going say, to the gym. Let's say my goal for 2022 is to go to the gym four days a week. What okay. do I do on week two? Week one, I, I was great. I made it to the gym four times on week two. I only make it three times. What do I do? You're pathetic. You should give up and go back home. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that is what i'm talking about no that no okay i think that's the issue is that far too many people think that um is that like they like your goal is to go to the gym four times you go three times and you're like wow i suck guess i just better never try that again since obviously i'm a bad human and i can't change <laughs> no um people are inherently resistant to change so when it comes to changing your habits you need to be prepared to fail like waking up early when you first start, you ain't going to wake up early every time. Um, so I think when it comes to setting up plans for when you fail your goals, I actually think that's a really good idea that I will probably implement this year. I've never done it before, but I love the idea of prepping to fail. Can you like, can you actually go into that? I'd love to yeah. hear what you have to say. No, that's, that's kind of what I wanted to get into is because I think it's fine and dandy to you know, have these goals and in a perfect world, you're going to make this magical change and you're going to go to the gym four times a week for the next 52 weeks. Um, but it's not realistic. It goes back to the exact same thing we were talking about earlier is you need to set small, realistic goals if you actually want to achieve them. And so I've been thinking about this a lot more. I honestly still don't know the solution, but I know a lot of people suggest kind of coming up with these systems for when you fail. Um, I can think of one specific system that I actually implemented this last year and had tremendous success, and it's known as the two-day rule. Um, I know Matt Diavella on YouTube talks about it a lot. I don't know if he's the one who created it or not, but essentially with any given habit, you don't want to miss that habit for more than one day in a row. Like you don't want to miss it twice in a row essentially. Um, so at the bare minimum, you need to do every habit every other day. So in this case, I implemented it for my habits um, and saw really good results with it. Um, so, you know, if it comes to waking up early, I could sleep in one day, but then the next day I have to wake up early. Um, or going to the gym, same thing applies. I can skip one day, but I have to go the next day. Um, and so over time, you'll start to kind of build up these habits. It allows, like, for some grace as far as, you know, you can mess up sometimes. You could actually allow yourself some days off, um, but you every other day would have to kind of recover and bounce back and it's worked really well. I've added like a monetary twist to it. So 
every day where I, I fail the two-day rule and I miss one of my habits for more than a day in a row. So if I miss it twice, essentially, um, I have to pay Terry um, $10, um, which is kind of another point I'll get into real quick, and that's having accountability partners. Do you just Terry and I set up like a um, accountability system this summer that we've been using now for almost six months and it's worked incredibly well. We use it for like our business goals, but also for um, uh, like habits as well. And so it's helped us both kind of stay on track. Um, and I think having an accountability partner is really a crucial aspect of keeping with your goals because a lot of times um, once you fail, there's nobody really to like, you know, just hold you accountable to it, right? There's nobody right. to say, hey Chase, what happened with your uh, goal to go to the gym three times a week? Hey, what happened to your goal of saving $25,000? Um, having those accountability partners, you know, is crucial, but they also provide a lot of good advice on like what happens when you're behind on your goal, when you failed your goal, any of that, um, I think is super helpful. And then the final thing I'll mention about this, it, it just going back to, there's nothing special about the new year. If you fail right. your goal of, I don't know, reading one page every, every day, starting, you're starting with a mini habit. You think this is a good goal, but then January 15th, you made it two weeks in and all of a sudden you miss a day. Don't use that as an excuse to give up. Um, just start again. You know, there's nothing special about the new year. Just keep setting continuous um, goals as you fail. And I think you're going to see the, that progress over time. And you'll probably be happy with where you end up a year from now. 110%. And I really like your two-day rule, first off. I haven't heard that one before. And I love the monetary twist and the idea of having an accountability partner. I think that's been the biggest thing that's been lacking from my life mm. is that I, I don't have an accountability partner. I've had no one to hold me to the goals that I set. And thus, it's quite easy to fall out of everything that I do. You know, like when the only person relying on me is me, it's easy to just be like, eh, you know, like there's no there's none because humans are social creatures. And I think there's something to be said about letting another person down that really like it, there, there's something about that that just hits different <laughs> if you know what i mean yeah, yeah like you don't feel good when you let someone else down or like when you don't show up on time for something or you told someone you you promised someone you do something you let them down that doesn't feel good in any way shape or form so there's something to be said about having an accountability partner and about having someone who can help you work towards your goals. Right. I think, honestly, those are the two biggest things that has been missing for me personally is little tiny habits uh, and having an accountability partner to hold me to the goals that I set. So I think for anyone listening, that's going to be some of the biggest things to do. Definitely find someone who can hold you accountable to your goals and definitely try to set many daily habits that you can constantly work towards. Yeah, I like that. Um, one thing I'll mention, as I was kind of wrapping up my last points, I was reflecting on something I kind of thought about this year, and that was using this metric that I came up with to kind of measure how your life is going. And that metric is your year-over-year uh, return on investment. So I, it kind of sounds like financial, and it, it sort of is, um, but you could abbreviate it to Y-O-Y-R-O-I. Um, but, but essentially, the thought process behind it was, think about your life a year ago. Like, where were you at? Chase, you were just telling me before this call, a year ago, you thought you were going to get an office job at some real estate firm or whatever, and you were going to start doing that, and you were going to be 
you know, in a completely different place than you are right now. But think about the different route that you took and how that paid off for you. You know, you got this um, awesome job, internship, whatever you want to call it for Natasha. Um, and wait, yeah, Natasha, right? Yeah, okay. that's the one. Um, but, you know, you made a bunch of money from that. And then you started, you know, your own podcast and you eventually joined our podcast. And I'm just thinking, like, think about your life and all the changes that you made over the last year. I know for myself. This time last year, I was a senior in high school. I had just finished up my um, college applications. I had no idea where I was going to college. Um, I was applying to scholarships, figuring out how the heck I was going to finance um, a four-year degree. And now here I am. Um, I've picked my college. I've finished my first semester. I have a plan for how I'm going to graduate debt-free. Um, and that's just like my school-related things. I can look at that aspect of my life, or I could look at every aspect of my life um, in the same lens and so i just kind of wanted to throw that in there like don't don't let yourself be discouraged if you failed some of your goals last year like think about where you were at and how much progress you made over the last year oh 100 percent. i don't feel bad about failing any of my goals whatsoever mm. because when i look at where i was last year compared to this year it's kind of it's genuinely amazing to me how far i've come yeah because last year at this time i had like zero business connections i was like I had been researching real estate for like six months and never actually acted on anything, never tried to make money by myself when I was just working a job. Like I had never even thought about starting a podcast at this point in time. The idea, the idea for a podcast didn't even come till New Year's and didn't get acted on till March. Like where I am now compared to where I was last year is genuinely amazing to me. Yeah. Um. So I, I do, I do sometimes have give myself a pat on the back, but I do often criticize myself because i feel like i could have gone further right no that's completely understandable but hopefully some encouragement for all the audience as well um chase any other any other things you want to mention to our audience before we wrap this one up um well i'll say this about goals is like don't be afraid to set kind of weird goals what i mean by that is like I feel like everyone has like their basic goals that they set. Like they're they're like I want to be more fit and eat more healthy, and make more money. And I think that sometimes people fall into this trap where they'll just set the same goals as everyone else. And what that allows is if if everyone else fails and you also fail, you don't have to feel bad about failing your goals. Um, so I think that you should consider setting goals that someone might find not super normal or at least set goals that are specific enough that, you know, whereas everyone else failed at going to the gym, you failed at learning how at getting to a hundred pushups. You know what I mean? Mm. So just set goals that are different from everyone else's, whether that's in what, what the actual goal is or how specific it is completely up to okay. you. Try to be different from whatever else so that when they fail, you don't feel justified in your, in your own failure. I like that. That's a good idea. Because that, that, that. that kind of gives you an excuse to cop out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And one of the biggest one of the biggest downfalls for a lot of people is that is feeling justified in your failure. Um, which sometimes that's okay. But a lot of the times it's just, you know, almost you know, like patting yourself in the back, and being like, Okay, we tried. We we can call it quits now. When really if you just stayed at it, you could probably achieve what you were going after in the first place. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's that's my final little bit of advice. Yeah, last last thought I have is you can achieve a lot more in a year than you think you can. True. I'm just reminded of that saying. I think it Oh geez, what is it? It's something about like people overestimate what they can do in a week or a month 
but yeah. they underestimate what they can do in a year. Yeah, I mean, you could apply it to any time frame. I know one of them. True. Like you can you overestimate what you could do in a year, but underestimate what you can do in ten years. Yeah. Um, but I think like really, when you think about a year, is a really really long time. It's a really long time. Um, you can set. I mean, just how we're talking about breaking your your goals and your habits down into smaller goals. I would almost break the break the year down into quarters. Um, True. I know that's something we just financial doing. quarter, baby. Yeah, yeah. That's just something we started doing at TFF. Um, with our like team goals, and it's had some, I would say, pretty good, pretty yeah. good results so far. I mean, there's a reason why these big corporations kind of break their um, their goals for as a business into these fiscal quarters, and that's because it works really well. I think I, I read something recently that said like the perfect uh, time frame to set a goal for is 90 days, because it's always like new enough to where you're motivated to stick with it, um, but it's not too far out to where you're going to like procrastinate and push push it off uh, to the point where you I guess never end up doing it and so I just would encourage you to kind of maybe set goals for almost each quarter of the year um, knowing that you have a lot more time this next year than you realize and you can really make a lot of changes if you put in the work 100% 110% alright I mean I don't have that much more to say about this um other than if you're listening to this on New Year's, happy New Year. Uh, if you're listening to this after New Year, still completely applicable. You do not have to set new goals on the New Year. So, everyone, good luck with your goal setting. I hope you have a fantastic 2022. Hope you feel good about what you achieved in 2021. Jacob, anything else you want to say? Nope, that's, that's all. Hope you guys have a great 2022. Yeah, have a fantastic New Year, everyone. And we'll see you on the other side in 2022. See you guys. Thank you for listening to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. We would greatly appreciate it if you could subscribe, leave a review, and share this with someone who needs it.